1: Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey
2: everybody, welcome in on a Thursday. We say hello to you, Jimmy B and Trent. Uh, You can always get in on the program 264-1700. Again, that's 264-1700. A uh, terrific show lined up for you today. Uh, we will have Bill Bender on the show. Uh, Billy coming on, uh, college football, of course, from the sporting news. So that'll be a lot of fun. And I I I love talking football with Bill. So anyway, he'll be on uh, coming up at about, uh, oh, 1240, right in that area. Uh, Ken Silverstein, Big Ten uh, Conference Insider, will be our guest at the 1 o'clock hour. We'll also do some NBA playoff uh, conversation with him. And you're going to have to help me here now, uh, Trent. Josh
3: Liskowitz. Yep. I did it right? Pro Football Focus. We're going to be talking the NFL Draft with him today. Uh, Get into the local prospects from the University of Iowa. His thoughts on Desmond King, Jaleel Johnson, George Kittle, a few others. Uh, We'll talk about that. We'll talk some draft. We'll talk some college football. We'll do it all with Josh. does a great job over Mm -hmm. Pro Football Focus. You know, uh, that's a place that I love to go for the advanced metrics of the game. A little deeper understanding than... What Jimmy B can give you. Uh, You know, the guy, uh, the team that will score more will win. This team's favored, so they'll win.
2: That's important
3: information. That's Jimmy B info for you. (laughs) And also John Bonacamp will talk some Hawkeyes with him. He was here a week ago Friday as uh, the Hawkeyes were in town. We'll get his thoughts on that and uh, a little talk, some basketball as well. So Jimmy B, yesterday uh, we talked a little bit about the Iowa State transfer news. Yes. And uh, another name on the market. Now, There's a few big names that they're out for. Right. Uh, It was reported the day before yesterday, uh, I believe Chris Williams over at Cyclone Fanatic had it first, that uh, the New Mexico transfer, Elijah Brown, Mm -hmm. will be taking a visit, not this weekend, but the weekend after. Weekend after, after, yes. He'll be making a visit over to Ames. Uh, Last weekend, they had a couple of guys in, the Virginia transfer Mm -hmm. and also the junior college guard from uh, down in Florida. Those guys were both in last weekend. Four open scholarships. They want to find guys that might be eligible to play right away. That would be very helpful for next year. Obviously, a junior college guy would be that, but also in the transfer market with those fifth-year guys that'd be eligible. And Brown is one of those guys. Did I hear that he is the uh, son of the former NBA po- coach? Who's the Cavs old coach? Brown. What's it? Mike Brown.
2: M- Mike Brown is was the Cavs coach? Yes. Uh, that's that's his. Yeah, it is that. Right? I think that's him. I
3: thought I'd heard that. Yeah, uh, the other day in passing, and I, did I hear that right? Yeah, okay. Doesn't look like his old da- old man. No.
2: Who does? I you look, you like look like your dad? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Does your daughter look like you?
3: Well, no, she's my daughter. She's a girl. Moron. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, you don't you don't think people look like their uh, parents? No, huh? I don't know.
2: My boys don't look like me. Well, thank goodness yeah. for that. <laughs> that's a that's a real break.
3: At at any, that that, that might have been rate, one of the dumbest things you've ever
2: said. At any, at any rate, I'm having a good time today. It's, I I feel great
3: today. Well, that's great. Yeah, it's a good day. Well, the, the, your body is here. Let's bring the mind along. I'll with bring it, it. I'll bring it with it. Okay. it'll
2: get here eventually. I hope it's, so. it's still in the car.
3: the The thing that
2: the thing I want to see what Iowa State does, and now apparently Iowa State's uh, in on a kid from uh, who's transferring out of Mississippi State as well. So. They are active. I mean, they're just not sitting back, Trent, and hoping that somebody uh, just kind of shows up and says, hey, I can play. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're They're chasing some big names, and a lot of big schools are in on those guys as well, trying to convince them then to come to Ames.
3: So the team that we know, yesterday, Lindell Wigington was uh, given a fifth star by rivals. He we was. We talked about that. Yep. Finishes up as the number twenty three player nationally mm-hmm. uh, in that class. Now people are already talking about: Is this guy one and done? You know, we're we're getting into that thought process already. The guard court is good. They need a little more help back there, but with him, with Wigginton, and, and with Donovan Jackson. You're feeling real good, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're, you're yeah, in good shape. Yeah, I would say, I'd say so. Those are two guys. And we've seen the prom, you know, he doesn't need a deep roster. It's not like, like what Franny likes to do over in Iowa no, City. No, he's going to play 14 <laughs> guys. <Right. laughs> he's got to figure out how to divvy up minutes with 14 guys. Yeah. You, you only get 200 minutes a game. That's it. You can only play five at a time. That's, they don't allow it. Now, if you're in Hoosiers, you know, you can play four at a time. But, right. But you can't play six. It's not old girls' six-on-six six basketball. Can't, can't
2: do that. You got you to fight get away. Two dribbles, and then you have to pass.
3: But pro Michonne, six, seven guys. Yeah, that's about it. You can do that. Yeah. And you kind of look around college basketball, that's that's the norm. Uh, when you're talking about top level teams, you don't see many teams that go 11 deep. Mm hmm. Now, Carolina was considered really deep, and they play nine. Yeah. And a couple of those guys played like eight, ten min- minutes a game. So yeah.
2: Gonzaga was considered relatively right. deep.
3: Same kind of thing. Yeah. But, you know, the the eighth and ninth guys, they right. play, but they don't play a ton. They play right. four minutes a half. Yeah. You know, something like yeah. that. They're not they playing get.
2: 12 like right. McCaffrey plays. Right. And
3: now with 14. 14. Guys. But back to the topic of Ham and Iowa State, and, and prom and, and what they're doing. If you can finish this thing out with another guy that you feel can score right away, go three guards with that, mm-hmm. and then you're looking for front court help. You right. Know, was it Ray Cabango, the kid from Tennessee that sat out yes. this year? What does he develop into? Wasn't a guy that really did a whole lot of Tennessee year to develop, and we've seen a lot of these guys that transfer. Mm-hmm. And you kind of look at it and say, "Oh, really?" And with that year off, you're able to really concentrate on the necessary steps you need to be a player at this level. Correct. I, that's intriguing. Now an in off season for Solomon Young to get more acclimated. You got pieces there. You got Cameron, Lard, who Cameron able, Large. Cameron Large will yeah. be eligible. Now you're just talking about one or two more pieces. Mm-hmm. And you know, at first, when Joe Lenardi last week came out with his bracketology, his first bracket oh, the way Oh, the way too early, yes. And he came out and he had Iowa State in there. He did. And he didn't have Iowa in there. Well, at the time, that was silly. That was silly. Before, because we just don't know what this Iowa State roster is going to be. Correct. But as you see the pieces start to fall into place a little bit more... If they're able to nab a couple of these guys, it isn't a stretch anymore. I Mm. I still feel at this time it is a stretch. But when you add a couple of these pieces we're talking about, then it makes sense.
2: It does. It makes perfect sense. And, look, we've seen that Prome is on a similar wavelength to what Fred Hoiberg had already started. And that's chasing down some JUCO transfers and, and making it work. I don't think you'll see Prome reach out to maybe guys who had troubled pasts like Hoiberg did, and he had success with that. That doesn't seem to be Prohm's style. But he certainly isn't afraid to dip into the Juco ranks and try to fill up that roster mm-hmm. with guys he believes can be on the court and playing high minutes right from the get-go. And you have to go back. Yes, did they lose a lot of a lot of talent? Absolutely, Iowa State did. But there are still pieces of the puzzle there, and you just referenced two guys that are on campus and have been all year, for the most part. Well, when did Laird come in? About halfway through.
4: Yeah. Yeah. The well, timeline you, of that. You, one, yeah, was. that was
2: that was really weird. Yeah, and uh, and and he didn't get any minutes. So they've got they have they have guys there. The question is, a can they be as good as what they're advertised? And, B, can prome meld them into a cohesive unit to be productive in what looks like is going to be another sensational college basketball year for the Big 12? Because there's some, there's some teams in the Big 12.
3: Another name out there. Okay. Russian. Grad transfer. Eligible right away. Ready for this name? Yeah. Igor Kulichov. Ah. Think I got it. Okay. Uh, He played at Rice last year.
2: Oh, I did see his name referenced. Yes. 18
3: 9. Travis Hines had that. He's going to be visiting, I believe, uh, not this weekend, but the following weekend again, uh, like we'll see with Elijah Brown. So they're going to be bringing in a couple of guys. How do you construct this roster, though? If if you're Iowa State, you got Mm -hmm. four open scholarships. Right. How are you looking to do it? I mean, because there's a multitude of ways that you can go here. Are you looking for a shooter? Are you looking for a score? Yeah, Brown is a score. He is. Not a great shooter. He's a volume shooter. Volume guy. He's like you. <laughs> yes. you got to get those shots up. Gets off the bus hey. and starts firing. That's it. Not on the court to play defense.
2: <laughs> i to get shots up. All right. He'll do that. Do they? I still think they need, obviously, they need scores. But I still think they need a big guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, A big guy who can defend and who can rebound and who can give them garbage baskets. Uh, I think if they have some success with that, and of course, you know where I'm going with this. I'm going Ed Morrow, Mm -hmm. if they can get him from Nebraska. Right.
3: But he's not eligible to play next year. That
2: is correct. He'll be a sit-out guy. He'll be a sit-out guy. But that would be... That's to me if you're going to go get a one and dunner like a fifth year transfer mm-hmm. that would be a priority for me if I were a pro
3: so you got kulichov and Brown coming in same weekend and and pretty similar guys mm-hmm. uh, kulichov can shoot it a little bit better right well a lot better a lot better shooter from the outside Brown though I think has more of an ability he, he really is very good at getting the free throw line as well there you go you know absorbing contact that kind of player built pretty similar both six foot five uh, is it Take one of those. I, I'm sure that's what they're looking They wouldn't bring in both of those I don't guys, think so. They? I don't with think so. With what you already have with Wigington and yes. Jackson. Yeah.
2: You don't want to get overloaded at right. one spot.
3: And then it leads into two guys fighting for playing time. Right. Yeah. In their last stop. And and I couldn't, along with that, I couldn't see both of those guys going to Iowa State together because mm-hmm. they realize that as well. So you're looking at one of those guys, the big guys that we mentioned, the sit-out right. transfers, and a Juco or two? Maybe. Or, one or two, you think? Maybe.
2: Yeah. Maybe two. Two. Yeah. yeah. I, I think just to be comfortable. Yeah. Because
3: what if one doesn't really pan out? And the other thing is, you don't have to use all four of these. Scouts. Oh, no. No, you don't. Because you hold one over for the class. Yeah. Uh, Prom's already shown in a good ability to recruit. He's got he, a top 25 player yep. nationally in Wigginton and a top 150 player in uh, Terrence Lewis from mm-hmm. over in Milwaukee. He mm-hmm. came in at, I think it was 112 in the final rankings from rivals yesterday. So... You know, it's starting to come together. The pieces are there. There will be a step back from what they were a year ago. There will be a small step back. I think there would have to be
2: until they understand what they do on the court. Mm -hmm. It's going to be that, you know, it's going to be learning on the fly. And it's going to be a lot of new faces. And guys will have to try to figure it out during the non-conference. And my hope is, if you're an Iowa State fan that you would start to see more continuity from Iowa State mid-January. Okay. I would hope that would be the case if you're an Iowa State fan. Right. It may take them that long to figure it out.
3: Well, and you're talking about a freshman point guard? Yeah. You're talking about... If Jackson is the primary ball handler, mm-hmm. and you're talking about a guy that, I mean, he played a, it was a complimentary role this year. He yeah. was very good, uh-huh. and he shot incredibly well, yep. which I I still don't understand with a wrist injury. I can shoot it as well as that guy did. He did. Hopefully he doesn't get that thing cleaned up. Just leave it the way it is. <laughs> Don't change anything. Don't change anything.
2: Don't change your underwear. Don't change anything. Be so superstitious. No, 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 Coach. I don't want that. I
3: don't want that wrist injury fixed. (laughs) I'm good. Speaking of uh, changing shots, Joshua Jackson of Kansas. Yes. Who Kansas and West Virginia will be the favorites in the Big Twelve next year? In my mind, but uh, we know one and done. Though he still hasn't officially announced. He hasn't. No. I heard it was because his mom hasn't. His mom was on a vacation, so waiting for mom to get back. Yeah. But. uh, He's, he's got an ugly shot. It's an ugly shot. It, it, it got better. It got, the I was going on. to
2: say, it got better as the season went on. There's
3: a weird hitch in it. it yeah, was, I know. It's not pretty. It's not a thing of beauty. Well, Lonzo Ball's shot isn't pretty. But his goes in. Yeah. I mean, at a lot higher rate than, than Jackson. But uh, one of the things that I heard is Bill Self knew he was a one-and-done guy, and he was asked about it You know, before the season began, and people you know, saw him play in summer and right. things like that say, you're work on that. He goes, no, he's here for a year. We're, we're just going to work with what he is currently doing because you don't have time to rebuild a shot. It, right. it takes a while. I yeah. don't think people realize right. the time that goes into changing something completely like mm-hmm. that. But uh, yeah, just a quick aside there. No, I, I thought about that when you brought up uh, the shot and thinking about Jackson. Jackson. And not, and it, not changing a thing. They didn't do that with Joshua Jackson. No, they
2: didn't. And, and he did get better as the mm-hmm. season went on. From right. scoring from the outside, he became much more reliable. The other big news uh, is Michigan State. And Trent and I uh, talked about it yesterday when the news first broke about Miles Bridges. Not uh, going to any of the meetings that he had scheduled with agents. He canceled them all. And apparently, I guess later today, looks like he's going to announce that he's coming back for another year. Big news That is big news.
3: So now Michigan State becomes a top five preseason
2: team. Yeah, I'd think so.
3: They're the overwhelming favorite in the Big Ten. And then you get to the next group and... A pretty big group after that. Well, Purdue would be in there. Purdue, depending on Haas and Swanee. Yes. I mean, that's a big part
2: of right. it. Right. Neither one has hired an agent.
3: Right, right. Um, they have Edwards back, though. They've yep. got uh, Dakota Mathias, Mathias will be back. back. They've got a lot. P.J. Thompson will be back. Yep. They'll have a lot returning. They'll be good. And now if both of those guys would leave, now you're talking about you know, an NIT type year for Purdue. You get both those guys back, you're right up there. Mm -hmm. Minnesota returns everybody except for Hakeem Springs. Correct. Plus a recruiting class that has a a couple of top 100 guards coming in to help out. They're going to be good. Northwestern returns basically everybody. What, seven of their top nine will be back? Yes. Coming back this season. They're going to be up there. We got Iowa. Where do you throw them in the mix? Mm -hmm. And what happens there? And you continue on in the Big Ten from what it became kind of a national joke this year it's going to be stacked up
2: really stacked next season. I mean really stacked. They've they've got they've got studs. And look, we we talk about Iowa and we make and we laugh about McCaffrey having to play 14 guys. Yeah. But he's got players. Yeah. I mean we know that he has players coming in next year. And with the two big guys with Garza and Nunji, mm-hmm. this I mean that's right in his wheelhouse. And if Garza is anything like what we have seen with his high school stuff, the dude averaged like almost 25 and 12. Yeah. 25 and 12. Look, I I get it's high school, but he plays in in D.C. He's not playing against, you know, some farm kid in Mason City. Right. Trent. Yeah. So... (laughs) I didn't even play that yeah. big. So. Um, I was he, playing Belmont-Columny. He's got credentials. And he's legit 6'11". Yeah. And he's got some poundage on him, too. He
3: does. He's a big, solid kid. I mean, he's he's uh, very similar in the Woodbury vein. Yeah. And I know for a lot of people that, oh, boy, uh, Woodbury. Mm. And he got frustrated because the offensive game never came along. But But just look at what they were defensively, his final two years on campus, and then what happened this year. Right. Adam Woodbury was never a shot blocker. He doesn't have athleticism like that, but he defended the rim very well. You never had to worry about double teaming whoever he was guarding in the post. That helps out your defense mm, as well. Yes, a whole. it does. Nunji is very similar. A little more athletic than uh yes, then than guards. Woodbury, but, uh, yes. But he's not going he's not going to wow you either. I mean, he's yeah. he's more an under the rim kind of player, and and that can be frustrating at times. I understand that. But if he can come in and provide at least some stability on the defensive end. Help them out there. Be that wide base. Be a rim protector. Be a guy that will help out. You're going to see those defensive numbers really improve mm-hmm. from what they were this year, where they are bad. Mm-hmm. They were bad. They were bad, yeah. There's there's no. They didn't have way
2: to anybody fight. to funnel. If, if you're a guard and a guy starts to beat you off the dribble and you try to funnel him into the center of the lane mm-hmm. so your big guy can shut it off,
3: they didn't have that. You'd expect Tyler Cook, with all that athletic ability that he has, that he's going to be better on the defensive end this year. You hope for that. Pemsel going to be better. Yeah, I mean, all these guys, that jump that you can make, a lot of people just look at the offensive end. Oh, oh I know. Did, did yes. your points go up? Yeah. There's so much more, and especially with the team with this kind of depth this right. year that they're going to have to see how it's going to figure out. It's going to be very interesting, Jimmy, being no I doubt know. about it. I know. And uh should be a fun, fun winner coming up in basketball, but we got a long ways before we get to that. You got
2: that right. And, uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I, w- I was just going to say, and then we have football prior to that yes and that's going to be highly entertaining
3: well we'll take a break here jimmy b we'll come back on the other side we'll take a look back in case you missed it sounds highlights from yesterday some baseball even a little hockey for the first time in 2017 we got a hockey highlight for you in case you missed it presented by wolf construction roofing we'll do that on the other side bill bender set to join us as well We'll talk with Ken Silverstein today. Some college football talk with him. A little basketball as well. Pro football fo- focus with Josh Lyskowitz and John Bonacamp on the Hawkeyes. All to come here on Jimmy B and T C.
1: The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines station for news, talk, sports. Seventeen hundred K B G G.
2: Draft House Fifty has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much
3: more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House Fifty, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House Fifty, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines.
5: This spring, get your garden off the ground with Nature's Care organic raised bed soil at the Home Depot. Right now, two bags are just twelve bucks. Raised beds need TLC, and Nature's Care delivers, supplying natural nutrients for up to two months. Now a raised bed garden with more fruits and veggies is in the bag. Get a fresh take on spring with Nature's Care Organic Raised Bed Soil. Two bags, just 12 bucks. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Vow to 419 while supplies last. U.S. only limit 80 per customer.
1: Get rid of problem mold around the home with Concrobium Mold Control Spray from Menards. It eliminates, cleans, and prevents mold without the use of harmful chemicals. Concrobium Mold Control is great for many rooms and applications, including water damage reconstruction, new construction, renovations, and general interior maintenance. Right now, a 32-ounce bottle of Mold Control Spray is just $6.99. Find this and other great deals now during Menards Easter Sale. Save
5: big money at Menards.
0: See you soon.
2: It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines.
1: To $480 for TV, 180 dollars for internet, equipment, non-return, and other facing conditions. Apply. Call for details. Offerings 12117. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon. It's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody,
2: uh, you can always get in on the show at 264-1700. Again, that's two six four seventeen hundred. Bill Bender coming up uh, from Sporting News College Football and roughly 10 minutes from right now, 1 o'clock, Ken Silverstein. Um, <laughs> we were having that conversation about college basketball for Iowa and Iowa State, and we were talking about uh, Solomon Young a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is so, so good. You and I both saw this on Twitter. Young tweets out, what should I do for my birthday? and a couple of smiley faces. Head coach Steve Frome, work on your jumper. Now that's good. Yes. That's very good. Nice job, coach. Very nice job. That's and good truthful. Stuff. And tr- truthful. Yes, yes, it is truthful. He can develop a little 16 <laughs> yeah, foot. Yeah, step be back, good. Jay. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Got to have that. Now you're talking in the screen and roll game that can uh, improve with that. Uh, mhm. Chance to be really fun. I, but uh I agree. like we talked about at the top Iowa State there's just so many dominoes still to fall That's to correct. roster to figure out what they're going to look like next year. Well, Jimmy B., let's take a little look back at yesterday. I'm ready, pal. In case you missed it, it's presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, fix up that leaky roof, or if you're in the market, complete re-roof. They do home, residential, or in your business. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Let's start a little afternoon baseball from yesterday. Stephen Biscotti. Got himself a game for the Cardinals. Here's the call on Fox Sports Midwest.
1: Piscotty with a drive. Into deep left. Track. Wall. And a long three-run shot. Steven Piscotty. Count him up. Five driven
3: in today. Wow. And a necessary win for the Cardinals. Uh, they were reeling. Not yeah. A great start to the year. Kind of wondering about this team, but uh, at least for a day, feeling pretty good there. As you look at the Cardinals now, Mm -hmm. we know that uh, they can score. The question still remains, what can he get out of Wainwright? Does Waka have a bounce back here? Is Carlos Martinez ready to go from a young, good starter to becoming an ace? The bullpen has had issues. And and that's kind of the thing that left me. I felt they were fine down there. I thought they were in good shape, but at least through the first uh, week and a half here or so, Jimmy B., that bullpen has really struggled. Necessary win for the Cardinals yesterday.
2: It definitely was. Look, they're in the uh, they're the bottom team right now in the Central.
3: Well, don't even look at that. Come on, Jimmy P.
2: Good God. Well, they played nine games. Yes. <laughs> bottom team in the Central. They so, played one seventeenth of their schedule. I, I know. I know it's ridiculous. But look, I'm not. I'm not going to worry about them until you get about a third of the way through. Yeah. I think that's generally you start to get an indication of what teams are really going to be.
3: Yeah, right before, you know, end of May.
2: Yeah, right in there. That's
3: when you get the feel of things and and can really tell if a team's uh, good, if they're going to be in contention, those kind of things. But at least for a day, uh, went the Cardinals' way as they win it against the Nationals. Another team struggling, and and this is the overreaction that we talk about in baseball here in the early stages. After the first series, well, the Indians are the best team in baseball, and it's not (laughs) even close. It's gone the other way, including yesterday. Uh A loss to the White Sox.
2: To be choking up this year, which is good news. Is there's a shot? That's a base hit. Ivy read it perfectly. He read it perfectly. And here's the so he'll score. And it's two nothing. Good guys. The old, old, the, old, the
3: old good guys. On the call, you love Hawk, don't you? Well, he seems like your cup of tea.
2: He's uh crazy, and I gravitate toward crazy. Okay, that's why I'm working with you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I I know it it's it's the same thing. You know, the same when Harry Carey was with the Cubs, crazy. People gravitate toward that. Um uh, guys have personalities. You know, people say, Oh God, Hawk Harris on East Well he's a longtime homer, former player. That's that's his shtick. Lots of guys that are home team announcers do the same thing. They just do it maybe different styles. It's just the way it is now.
3: You mentioned, you know, Harry Carey. Yeah. You mentioned Hawk. Sure. Today. Yes. As you listen to play by play guys today, mm-hmm. there isn't the same kind of personality. You don't get those people much anymore. Is that network suits? Why do you think that
2: is? I think a lot of it was network suits, and I think a lot of it also is now the team management that says just call the game and be a fan. Don't give us the over-the-top personality because we want to promote the team. It's the team. It's the team. Our stars on the team, not the announcer. They don't have to worry about. There's no bo- somebody
3: becoming Harry Carey.
2: That's correct. Or Euchre. Yeah. You know, Euchre U- is an institution. I mean, think about just think about some of those guys, and they all have their certain. Shtick about them. Okay. I mean, they all did something to create a certain persona. Baseball teams don't want that anymore. Yeah. They just want you to be a the home team announcer and you know you lose eight to nothing and you're got your one out away in the bottom of the ninth inning. Hey, we still got a chance. (laughs) Still got a shot here. Bases are empty. Two outs, down eight nothing, and the pitcher is hitting. We still got a shot. That's what they want. Yeah. And that's unfortunate.
3: We don't get it really that, is. Not not nearly as fun as it used to be. N- correct. Yeah. Yeah. Even I, I still listen to twins games on the radio quite sure. a bit. And uh I'm able to pull it out of uh stationed up in Yankton, South Dakota. <laughs> is that where and you're that's, getting? It? That's okay. where I'm okay. from, yeah. <laughs> but uh God, yeah, I, I grew, hate to
2: I hate to live in a, a city called
3: where you live, Yankton. Yankton. Herb <laughs> Carneal, you know, John Gordon, those, sure? those were the guys that I grew up with. And Cro- Corey Provis, who for a number of years, was on the Cubs broadcast. He was the did the middle innings when Pat Hughes would take a break in sure. the pre- and post game show. He's fine. Mm-hmm. It's kind of boring. Yeah, you know, it's just yeah. here it is. That's it. And across baseball, it's more and more like that. You know the the new guy with the White Sox. I can't think of his name. I don't know who TV he is. Guy. Okay, um, but same thing. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he's just yeah. It's kind of everybody that way.
2: It's they they they've gone to that, and for the life of me, I don't know why. Now in the NFL, it's totally different. You still have
3: no, but look at look long at the, time long I'm time not, NFL I'm not just guys. Talking okay. national, uh, local. I'm talking national. I mean, oh,
2: okay. If you want to do it that way, yes.
3: There, it just isn't there anymore. Right. There isn't personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gus Johnson, and that's it. And Gus Johnson hasn't worked at CBS now for what five years? Yeah. Who who's a young guy that oh, I'm excited to listen to him call a game because there is some personality behind it? Spiro Ditas, does that get you going? No, he's in his 40s now as well. Yeah,
2: he is. No, I don't. I can't think of somebody.
3: Buck Nance, no, no. It's just no. interesting how that has changed. Kevin Harlan. Kevin Harlan's in but,
2: his 50s. But yeah, yeah, he's old like me.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you Jeez. wish you were in your 50s. Get out of here with that garbage. Stop trying to lie to the people out there. 92, baby. Still kicking. We finish up here, and we go to Chicago. Here right. comes Get their rings with the 108 diamonds on them. Must what? have weighed them down because uh, something was wrong with the bats I think you're night. right. Here's how it closed out. And the call in, uh, from the Dodgers Network.
0: Loom now.
2: Towering drive to left. Coles went back at first. Now comes on, settles under it, and puts it end to a gem from the Dodger pitching staff. Six for McCarthy.
3: Kenley Jansen with the save there as the Dodgers win it. in the rubber match coming up here in, oh, well, what, about 45 yeah, minutes Yeah, roughly. Or
2: so? Yep. And mm-hmm. there was rain there this morning, but uh, they had the tarp on
3: the field. But I think that has uh, finally moved out, so they will play. We finish up in case you missed it, presented by Wolf Construction Roofing with some hockey for the first time in 2017. I got a hockey highlight I like Jimmy it, B. bud. I like it. I didn't like this one very much, though. In overtime, the Wild, after dominating the game, lose to the Blues.
2: Here's Tarasenko.
1: Skate to stick. Jaden Schwartz. He'll cut. Set up Tarasenko. He'll spin on Koibu. Right out in front. A chance. They score! Joel Edmondson gets the goal. St. Louis wins in overtime.
2: Unbelievable game. It was. And look, hey, I'd like to see the Wild get to the next round. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're a Blues fan, just like what we talked about earlier here on the show, I mean, this is a game that was owned by the Wild. Right. I mean, they chased St. Louis from one end of the ice to the other. And only got one tally,
3: and it was with uh, about a minute left. Yes, that they got that one. Yeah, at that, uh, hockey is a odd, odd game. It is. It is an interesting one. They'll try to bounce back tomorrow night in Game Two of the series, St. Louis in the Wild. We'll come back on the other side. We got Bill Bender set to join us. We'll talk some college football with him. Bill does a little bit of everything mm-hmm. though for the sporting news. We'll see if maybe he's got an NBA assignment. That usually happens with some games in Cleveland over uh, by his neck of the woods. Yep. So. We'll see what's going on with Bill. Always a fun conversation. That's next here from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. It's Jimmy B and TC.
1: News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com.
6: Howdy folks, KFC's Colonel Sanders here. you have someone in your life you want to get KFC's new $10 chicken share with? It could be a friend, more than a friend, or even a spouse. It's okay. Be brave. Go ahead and say, I want to get a $10 chicken share from KFC and share chicken with you. It's who you are. Don't be ashamed. Just head to a KFC and share nine extra crispy tenders, six pieces of original recipe, a lot of popcorn nuggets, or 12 hot wings. And don't be afraid to be who you are. KFC, it's finger-lickin' good. Limited time offer participating KFCs. Prices may vary. Tax and substitutions extra. Hot wings not available to all locations.
5: As an entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Make and receive business calls using our iPhone and Android apps. Get a new business number or keep your current one. Forward your calls to any phone and even get your voicemails transcribed. Join over 250,000 small businesses who stay connected with Grasshopper. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. You're at Lowe's buying Choice Deck composite decking. You're at Lowe's buying Choice Deck because you don't always remember to wear your flip-flops. And stepping barefoot on a hot deck will instantly make you feel a sense of burning regret. Luckily, Lowe's is the only place to get Choice Deck with the new Cool Deck technology, which stays cool in hot weather and requires no sanding, staining, or painting. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Call 1-800-GO-LOWES for a free in-home consultation for your deck project.
1: 1700 KBGG backs the blue, and we'd like you to back them, too. Each week, go to our website at 1700KBGG.com and nominate an officer who does an outstanding job. Tell us why that officer deserves a special salute. We'll select an officer weekly, share their story online and on the air, and present them with a special certificate. And bring their department some Brugger's bagels. Help back the blue at 1700KBGG.com.
6: The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including Swedish massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life believe me call the spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642 that's 515-225-2642 or check them out online at dot com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the spa at West Glen
2: It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines.
1: Jim Brenson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 K BGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent.
2: Hey, everybody, welcome back. We roll all the way till 3 o'clock today. It's always fun when Bill Bender says, you know, I got nothing else better to do. I might as well go on with those two yahoos in Des Moines. Uh, so he's taking time with us right now. Bill Bender, college football, basketball, you name it, for the sporting news, he covers it. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Hey, Bill.
0: Yeah, I guy squeezed in an NHL byline this week, too. But uh, good to be back on with you guys. <laughs> That's
3: Bill, great. you do the, it everything. all. That everything. is absolutely incredible. Well, we know your uh, first forte is college football. You're right here in uh, Big Ten territory with us. So let's start with the Big Ten. And I got looking a little bit deeper as I was reading some spring football news and notes from across the landscape and got thinking about Ohio State. I'm seeing a lot of people putting together kind of spring top 25s. A lot of people have the Buckeyes number one. Is that a good spot for them, or do you like somebody maybe a little bit better than the Buckeyes as you currently see them? Well,
0: I mean, I'm, I'll probably still put Alabama number one based on their backfield and, okay. you know, the talent accumulation. that's safe. Um Ohio State has their spring game Saturday and it'll be interesting to see the reactions to the new offense. And I think that, that keys everything, Trent. We, uh, they have the talent, they have a veteran quarterback, but they, they just couldn't throw the ball down field or even in the intermediate last year. And I think if Kevin Wilson's offense shows, they can do that. They, they might be one or two to start the season.
2: When, when you look at something like that and it, it just jumps off the page at you. Is there anybody else that jumps off the page like that at you?
0: USC, because okay. of the quarterback, you know, I mean, I think they obviously, as you guys know, and, and us, you know, we're all kind of big 10 grown up guy, kind of guys. And, um, USC out West, once they go, they, they, no program out West moves the needle quite like them. And now they have a quarterback and they have some talent around him. And, uh, and They closed the season really strong. Really crazy in my mind, considering that uh, you know they lost by 46 to Alabama in the opener and did the, all the things they do. But I think Alabama, Florida State, Ohio State, and, and USC is kind of where we start heading into next year.
3: So you feel pretty good about those teams at the top as you go through and, and you look at the rosters and you break down schedules and, and get into that part of it. There's always a little bit of minutiae, but... What changes for you when you're watching spring football? Is it a story? Is it an injury? Or are you pretty much uh headfast in, in what you believe at this point? Where's Bill Bender as he's putting together things right now?
0: Uh, you know, I try to just, you know, I'm doing, well, I do the Big Ten preview for us. So I've been kind of knee-deep in some of that kind of stuff lately. But, um, you know, just seeing the new guys, seeing the five-star mm-hmm. early enrollees, kind of, you know, coordinator changes and how you think those might work, and then, I'm probably more conservative. I'll give you an example. I, I think once we get to July, a lot of people are going to be real high on Northwestern, right? Uh, you know, running back, quarterback coming back, decent team. But I'm not sure. I mean, to me, it's still a team that went seven and six last year, so I'm not quite ready to, you know, throw them up top. So maybe I'm more conservative than other people.
2: When you when you look do look at that. Is that a good thing or a bad thing, Bill? Do you think that when you say you think you're more conservative than other people?
0: Well, it can go both ways. I mean, I know last year, not to pat myself on the back or anything, I, I kept it simple. With the playoff projections, I put, let me see, I put Clemson and Alabama in the title game, and I had Alabama winning, um, and I had Oklahoma and Ohio State. So, I mean, and Oklahoma was right there. So, it was kind of a conservative way of looking at it. Um but but whereas I know that you know in the off season we're going to talk about teams like Northwestern, like Georgia, probably like Auburn now, given that Jared Stidham was pretty good, mm-hmm. and you know one one of them will hit probably, but you know not every sleeper team is going to hit, right. not in this sport. Right. No, I, I
3: agree with you on that. So here in the Big Ten West, you got PJ Fleck in year number one. He's uh, throwing around a lot of bravado, and well, he admitted the other day that. PJ Fleck might not be for everybody. I think that uh goes for the Hawkeye fans, the Badger fans, the Cornhusker fans. He's certainly not for that group of people.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he he talks fast. I like the work that he did at Western Michigan. I actually enjoy talking to him too. He is going to be different than what, you know, again, Big 10 guys like us are used to because mm-hmm. he's he's definitely not not a conformist type guy. He's not that uh, you know, traditional type coach. So, uh, it's going to be easy to criticize him, but it's also from a national level, if Minnesota comes out swinging and is hot, they're probably going to get more attention than, you know, Iowa probably did or Wisconsin does every year. I mean, Wisconsin's 21-6 and 6 the last two years, and, you know, not a lot of people writing about them. Yeah, and, right. you know, Iowa, you guys know the drill. I mean, Iowa's not – Kirk Ferentz isn't just going to come out swinging with five wide to start next year. <laughs>
2: Even though we'd love to see it, no, we wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I would with that group of receivers. Well, no, they don't want want have any
3: receivers. Well, Jimmy B's a Cyclone fan, so he'd love oh, to see the hot guys and twelve. Stop it! Just stop it! I, I, well, I well,
0: now that you guys, yeah, now that you guys said that, they probably will open the season <laughs> starting five wide just to make me look bad.
2: Bill, actually, they don't even have five receivers. No, they yet. have
3: two scholarship yeah, that's it. wide receivers right now that are playing in spring football. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you know, and like I said, uh, you know, with the Big Ten West, it's a division where I think it kind of starts with Wisconsin going into next year, Iowa, Nebraska, Northwestern, you know, mm-hmm. two through four, and then and then you know where does PJ Fleck and Jeff Brom and Lovey Smith fit in? But you know, to me, there isn't a huge gap between you know Nebraska and Mike Riley and. You know, Iowa fans might think differently after last year. and uh, But uh, Iowa and Northwestern, I think all the, three of those teams are kind of interchangeable.
2: Okay, fair enough. Our conversation, Bill Bender, College Football Sporting News on the Draft House 50 Hotline. All right, take me around nationally just a little bit and give me a couple of players that I need to focus in on, not just in the Big Ten because we see that, or the Big 12. We know those guys around the country, Bill. Who, who's... Who's who's the next Christian McCaffrey? Uh, who's the next uh, Deshaun Watson? Is there somebody out there like that?
0: Well, I was just talking to a station down in Alabama about this right before you guys. And uh, uh, okay, well, I'll put it to you this way: so Alabama, Florida State is going to be this huge game, mm-hmm. uh, you know, next year, right? Right, right off the bat, huge yep. NFL talent all over the place. Yeah crazy thing is a couple freshmen might be the key to that game. And I'm saying Cam Akers, the freshman running back Florida state had 102 yards in the spring game last week. And then Najee Harris for uh, Alabama's big running, another, you know, Nick Saban, five-star huge super recruit running back. So those two right off the bat, jump out, they could take college football by storm. And then, um, then out West, I think again, it's Sam Darnold and USC just, uh, you know, the momentum they created last year, this guy's getting compared to Joe Montana already. And wow. uh wow. You know, it's when you but but not me saying that, it's like Marcus Allen saying it. So I mean it's it's it, they're gonna be a big story in next year. And of course they play Texas and Tom Herman early.
3: So uh Bill That's right they do. Jimmy B. uh he gets all worked up about politics. He's running his mouth during commercial breaks. I, I just I don't care. But there was some grandstanding yesterday that just left me shaking my head out in North Carolina. Oh
2: God, they suck.
3: Oh, Jimmy B, take it away. I know you want to talk about it with Bill. (laughs) Bill, I'll let you have the floor. This
2: is the worst thing that can ever happen, not just to athletics, but to college athletics, where now you have goofball representatives and senators in a state. It's North Carolina now saying that if the ACC or the NCAA is going to continue to uh, work on on banning those uh, uh, tournaments in North Carolina, that they will put together a bill to force North Carolina and North Carolina State Public Universities out of the ACC. I, I, what? Who are these idiots? Why do we have? Why do we vote these goobers in? Bill, help me out.
0: <laughs> well, I lived down in Charlotte for seven years, and I loved my time in in Charlotte. It's a beautiful city. It Wonderful. is. Wonderful. Yep. It's. I, I love it. Now, now, some of the politics behind the HB two, obviously, led to. Uh, quite honestly, Charlotte lost a lot of money. They because, did. You, know, you lose an All Star game. You lose a ACC championship game, and and it's it's different down there in some ways. So. Yeah, I, you know, whether it's this or Arkansas, and they they had a bill a couple maybe a month ago, something about gun, trying to get they, guns they, in the stadium. That's that, it. Yeah, they wanted it's absurd. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, and I think it was even you know now Tommy Coverville might be running for go, governor of Alabama. So <laughs> it seems like every day this is the world we live in. And I, I'll tell you guys, I'll be quite honest with you. I'm one of those guys that tries to keep sports and politics separate, mm-hmm. and you know, keep my politics out of my writing. But we're moving more and more toward an age where, you know, obviously there was an election that, that helped propel it this way. But right, where sports right. writers are certainly becoming more active in politics,
2: and it's and it's awful, to be honest with you. <laughs> it really is. Our job our job is to cover fun, and, right, and not yeah. and not to deal with garbage like uh, like having to deal with politicians who are garbage. It doesn't, matter. it doesn't matter if you're Republican, Democrat, Independent, you're freaking garbage.
0: Well, I used to, you know, I got into the sports writing thing to kind of stay away. I know, and, you know, growing up, you know, going through the newspaper business and, um, you know, sports and news was pretty separate and pretty defined that it was separate. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. I mean, I think there's a place for it in some ways and then in other ways, you know. I just try to keep my head down and do my job.
2: I don't blame you, pal. I'm, it's it's tough. I I just hope it doesn't continue to get worse. I, I'm just afraid that it might.
0: Well, I mean, again, you know, for the... Uh, I, I find, you know, Jimmy, I find that uh, less time on social media can help. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to stay off social media. <laughs> Thank you,
0: Bill. Well, that works for me. I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying for everybody else, but, I mean, it, the less you read of... You know, Twitter and Facebook, sometimes you you feel a little bit better each day.
3: Well, Bill, you told us at the top you've done a little bit of everything, uh, even NHL in the past week. But before we let you run, uh, tell us a little bit about your home state team there, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Don't get the number one seed, but any concerns out there? I mean, we we talked about it. I said back in October, wake me up when we get to uh, Cavs Warriors 3. Does it feel the same out there, or is there some tepidation with the fan base?
0: Cleveland played defense quite like they did last year, and that's part of the problem. I think, you know, but then again, they played Boston, what, a week ago and kind of just annihilated them on their home court. So I think the Cavs' best game, and I expect them to play more of that in the playoffs. I think their best game is better than anybody else in the East Conference. So, but it's going to take work. It's not going to be the same kind of easy, you know, I talked to you guys about it a few times last year. They breezed through the East last year. I don't think it's going to be quite that breezy, but, uh, I still think, I guess, wake me up with Cavs Warriors as well. Mm -hmm. But you might have to wake me up a little sooner.
2: Okay, fair enough, Bill. It's always good, pal, when we catch up with you. Uh, You have a a great day and a super weekend, and uh, have fun covering those games.
0: Uh, Absolutely, guys. Happy Easter. Take care.
2: See you. Thanks, Bill. Billy Bender. Great stuff. College football, sporting news. He covers everything.
3: Got a call online. Yep. Bruce wants to talk to you, Jimmy B.
2: All right, lay it on me. I'd be happy to talk to Bruce. I
3: got two things for
4: Brinson. Go for it. Well, first of all, Brinson, I'm your agent. I'm glad of it. I wake up in the morning, I see light. It's a good damn day.
2: I agree, Pat.
4: Okay, second thing is NCAA is a tax-exempt institution. And I don't know if the ACC did something to North Carolina, the state of North Carolina, on their bathroom bill or not. Mm -hmm. But they're a tax-exempt institution. And there's a federal statute that says tax-exempt institutions cannot delve into politics. So if I had more time, and I didn't even take time to to write the representative for North Carolina, if I had more time, I would um, file a whistleblower claim against the NCAA and ACC if they're in it, or to remove to remove their tax exempt status because they're a political organization now. they have nothing to do with that with the politics of that statute.
2: Interesting. I did not realize that they were tax exempt like that.
4: Well, Interesting. I'm assuming the NCAA is tax exempt organization. They're supposed to deal with sports.
2: They're they not are supposed to yeah. deal
4: with it, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, Democrat yeah, or right. Right? Anything. Okay. Well, anyway, you guys, thank God we've got a noon local sports show like you guys. You guys are very. And, and, uh, Brinson? Yeah. You take a little bit too much crap from that little whippersnapper. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you have a
4: great day, pal. Thank
2: you. Thank okay. You, uh, okay. Uh, See, I like talking to guys like well, that. Well, of course, because he likes you. No, not that. He's got an opinion, and he had the information. Yeah. So you I like that. Yeah. You didn't know that universities I, were
3: taxidermy? I I didn't. Yeah. No,
2: it just didn't it but, just But didn't he brings up a good it.
3: point, is you have the melding here of politics yes. in a public institution yes. or public institutions and the ACC, in reality, this isn't going to happen. No, it won't. The bill's not going to pass. No, it won't. It's kind of a grandstanding thing. Yeah, I mean, think of the negativity mm. if the legislators made North Carolina, North Carolina State leave the ACC. Oh my gosh! Now both those places would land on their feet. The UNC would end up in either the Big Ten or the SEC. Right. Uh, the Big Ten that has been something that they, they were you
2: know, always interested in. North yeah, Carolina. And
3: remember where Delaney went? Yeah,
2: North Carolina.
3: He would love to have that happen, but in reality, it's not. It's political grandstanding. That's all it is. It's
2: just awful. All right, quick break, and thank you for the call, by the way. And you're right. It's always a good day when you wake up and see the sun. Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big
1: Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to three, sports talk that rocks. 1700
3: KBGG.
6: The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including Swedish massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen, and the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at Moines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen.
2: Spring is in full swing, and with that comes the urge to get out and plant beautiful-looking flowers in our yards. If you are a beginner like me, then you'll want to listen up because Landon from Menards is here to give us some tips on where to start.
0: That's right. To get started, you'll want to improve your soil. Make sure the soil has the texture of crumbly cake and that it is easy to dig. If you don't have this yet, add composted manure, compost from your compost heap, or a combination of the two.
1: Okay,
2: so after we have the soil ready, what's next?
0: Next is finding the right flowers for your flower bed. Take into account how much sun your flower bed gets. This will determine what you will be able to plant. Menards Garden Center has all of the flowers you could want, from those that do well in low light to those that are great in full sun and everywhere in between.
2: Thanks, Landon. You can find all of your flower growing and maintaining needs at Menards. And as always, if you have any questions, talk to a friendly team member.
5: It's Spring Black Friday at the Home Depot, where right now, select John Deere mowers come with a free Home Depot gift card worth up to $350. From zero-turn models to the new Excel cutting decks, John Deere gives you a quality cut that won't cut into your downtime. And that free Home Depot gift card puts even more spring in your pocket. Buy a John Deere, get a gift card. During Spring Black Friday, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bow through April 19th and store an online gift card via mailing rebates. See store for details.
3: Can I help you pick out some flowers? Yeah, I
5: need a centerpiece, but these yellow ones are too bright for a fundraising event. Do you have anything
1: in uh, gamboge? Gamboge? Gamboge.
6: As a small business... Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money.